everyone welcome back to another episode of Fribabetic. it's kate um i am here for a solo episode today which i have been avoiding if i'm being completely honest um but i am excited to like talk through everything i feel like there's so much i want to say and so much for me to kind of work through but i'm excited to be back and that is one of my 2024 New Year's resolutions, um, New Year's goals is just to be like more consistent with things that I enjoy and things that I'm p- passionate about, which includes this podcast. I obviously took a really long break from it in 2023. Um, my last episode was, I think, in April, um, and then I didn't do it for the rest of the year. Um, I was kind of going through a lot in 2023. Um, And that's kind of what I want to get into in this episode is just like a mental health update. Um, If you're new here, then um, welcome. I talk a lot about mental health and my journey and experiences with dealing with mental health and also dealing with type 1 diabetes. And um, I've talked a lot about the topics that I'm going to talk about in this episode in previous episodes because like i said it's my main thing it's my biggest struggle in diabetes um not even taking care of diabetes and not even like the 24 7 burden it's honestly more the mental health aspect of it and kind of um what i've dealt with over the years with that and how hard it's been for me mentally um and then of course it exhausts me physically too so there's kind of just a lot there um but i I wanted to give an update because I feel like 2023 was really, really difficult for me and um, it was a really great year in so many ways. Like I look back on all my pictures and things that I did in 2023 and I'm like, wow, I literally had the best year ever, but I also had some of like my worst days ever and I think that depression kind of played a big role in this. I've never been clinically diagnosed with depression but I think that looking at my experience especially with diabetes like in relation to diabetes I do think that I've dealt with depression for a really long time and in some phases of my life it's been a lot more prominent and in some phases I have felt a lot better I think right now in my life I am actually feeling a lot better and feeling like I just came out of like a a long kind of depressive mood um but I don't know depression just looks so different for me than I feel like than what I know about depression so it's like hard for me to understand my own experiences with it um I did I'm going back to therapy I've gotten back into therapy since the fall which has been really helpful to talk about some of those things um but I guess the main thing with diabetes and mental health for me is um I think that being in my 20s I'm 26 turning 27 in about a month um and I think the main thing is just that like Throughout my 20s, my 20s have been so difficult in so many ways, um, and I think they are for a lot of people, even people who, who don't have diabetes, um, because it's just confusing, and it's like there's not always a clear path, and things don't always feel certain, and you don't know what to expect next in a lot of ways. Like It's just like things haven't unfolded the way that you maybe want them to, but I think that being in your 20s kind of it's kind of the first time 
that you can have perspective on your childhood and how you grew up. And I think that's a really hard thing. I think that, you know, when you're in your 20s, like it's like for most people, that's the first time that you're away from your parents. You're kind of doing your own thing, making your own path. And it's the first time that you look back on your childhood and you can see things more clearly with more perspective because you're not in the middle of it anymore. You're not like in the middle of living with your parents, in the middle of being in high school or all those things. And obviously our childhoods are so formative and um, we learn a lot in our childhood and all the things that happen to us in our childhood and, and when we're growing up affect us the and how we are when we're older. And I think that it's just, it's been kind of difficult for me because I feel like the last whatever amount of years of my life, um, I've just been trying to work through all of my feelings about my childhood and how I grew up. And that obviously a big chunk of that is diabetes because I was diagnosed when I was 10 years old and this would be different for everyone. But for me, like 10 years old is such a life-changing time. I think any any year like in your teens could be, obviously. But like for me, I was entering, you know, soon about to be a teenager and just trying to fit in and learning more about myself and who I am, kind of like coming into my own. And then I have this huge bomb dropped on me where I have type 1 diabetes and it's like this life-changing thing that now I have to deal with for the rest of my life. And I think that obviously took a huge toll on me. And looking back on it, I don't think that I knew how I felt about it at all. And I also didn't have any resources for mental health. I didn't have anyone to talk to about how I was feeling and how scary it was for me. And I feel like I just internalized a lot of it. And looking back on college now it's really interesting for me because college was the first time that I went to therapy um, ever in my life but I specifically had a therapist for diabetes to talk about diabetes mental health which is amazing and that was such a great thing for me to be offered because I really really needed it Um, but when I went to the therapist like I just had the most difficult time talking about diabetes um like I would just go and basically just cry like I could barely get a sentence out without like full-on breakdown um and it makes sense now like I don't know I feel like at the time I was probably embarrassed about it and like oh my god like why can I not get my shit together like why can't I um talk about this but like now I'm just like it makes sense that I had such a hard time talking about my feelings because all of those feelings that I had, all of the sadness, all of the fear around diabetes, all the anxiety, all of the anger and resentment towards my body, um, towards other people for not having to deal with something that I have to deal with, all the guilt and the shame, all of that stuff that I grew up with, I never talk to anyone about it and that's not to blame anyone that's like partially me for not talking to other people about it and not really having 
a group of people who knew what to ask um, or knew like how to support me in that way. I think that like even now it's hard to know like how do you support someone with a chronic illness? How do you like help them? Um, so I don't know. It's just like a really hard thing for me. It's and it's gotten a lot easier for me to talk about, which is interesting because I feel like I've released a lot of that emotion and I'm still working through so much of it even now and it's been really difficult to talk about things like that and to like understand how diabetes has basically affected the way that I think about the world um and depression has been one that I've thought a lot about and kind of like maybe understood more now than I ever have in my past and I talked about this in my um, 15 year diabetes um, episode I talked about this fear of the future and I don't know that's something that is kind of new for me I don't think I really realized how I felt about the future and how um, how much anxiety I have around the future because of diabetes so that's been an interesting thing to learn. Um, it's called, um, I don't remember like the specific name, but it trauma in your past can cause you to have this idea of a foreshortened future, um, from my understanding, which basically just means that when you have something happen to you, um, like diabetes in my case, um, it kind of creates this like fear and anxiety of what the future will bring because right now in this moment doesn't feel safe. And you can see like as a 10 year old being diagnosed with something where it's like, oh, like, you know, this part of your body doesn't work and now you need to manage it 24 seven for the rest of your life can obviously be really terrifying um and it can make you scared of like of living every day um and I think that's been a huge thing for me I think that I've lived with that for so many years and having that idea that like I might not live a long life and there's also this thought like well I'm scared to live a long life because every day is a burden if every day is hard then why would I want to live so many years and I don't even think that I really looked past my like college years I think that that's all I could see from my childhood I could see this path of like high school graduate high school go to college and then after college I didn't really have an idea of anything and I've also kind of placed this expectation upon myself where I need to live this big grand life or I need to do something crazy with my life in order to feel like it's worth living because of this burden of diabetes which is also kind of a crazy mindset to have and I never obviously realized that that was that wasn't normal until I've like thought about it more and kind of worked through those things in therapy um, but yeah, hopelessness about life and hopelessness about the future has been something that I've really, really struggled with. And it's like, as I'm getting later in my 20s, it's just been weird for me to like get to these ages and like 
be like, oh, like I, I have made it further than I imagined in my, in my mind. And that is what I had imagined my whole life. And I think it's important for me to recognize that that is because of trauma and is because of, um, having diabetes mainly. I know that it's connected to that. And some days are a lot harder for me with that than others. I kind of have had like a long period of really feeling hopeless about the future and really feeling like I don't want to live a long life. Um, not that I was having like suicidal thoughts and stuff like that, but um, just more so a hopelessness about the future and just feeling like, what is the point of this? And I don't want to deal with this for the rest of my life. Like this is just too much to deal with. I really want to talk about some of the big feelings that I have around diabetes and how they've affected me now and in later in life. Um, obviously, I just talked a lot about depression and I'm kind of working through that one in therapy. I Like I said before, I am feeling more hopeful about the future now. Um, and honestly, I think a lot of that has to do with having more stability in my life. Like, when I graduated college, there was just so much that was up in the air, and that's still true now, but I feel more stable, and I feel more just happy with where I'm at, and happy being in this place, where I didn't feel that before, and I felt nervous about the future, and like I needed to change something, or something needed to happen in order for me to feel okay. So, that has been a big shift, which is great. Some of the other things that I really struggle with is guilt and shame. I did a whole episode about this as well. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with control. And I think control in diabetes is such an interesting topic to me because it's kind of shoved down our throats as patients. When you go talk to a doctor, it's all about are you in control what are your numbers? Are your numbers between the two the two lines that we need them to be between? Um, yeah, it's always that's always the question when it comes to being at a doctor's office and that kind of thing. So I think that having that kind of always at the forefront of diabetes. You know, it's like you go to the doctor and they're they're looking at graphs and they're looking at numbers. Which, obviously, to some extent, that's needed. We need to look at numbers and, like, understand trends and blah, blah, blah. But it's, like, when that's the only thing being talked about, I felt like it was all on me. And it was my job 24-7 to control this thing. Which, in some ways, I understand that it is. But I never had anyone talk to me about how difficult it is and how many other factors there are and how there's all of these other things that play a role in diabetes management and mental health is such a huge part of it because it's like how can I take care of myself when I'm beating myself up all the time about my blood sugar and if I'm in control and if I'm doing a good job and if my A1C is okay and all these things like it's just all this pressure around being perfect at something that you cannot be perfect at um and I think that this is an interesting thing too, is when we feel like we need control, um, 
And especially with diabetes, it's it's something that like really throws you out of control because you're like, when you're diagnosed, it's like, oh, like my bot, like this part of my body just shut down and I have no control over it. And I think feeling out of control is something that is subconsciously really scary. And I think that control and shame and guilt kind of go hand in hand because if you blame yourself for your bad blood sugar numbers, then in some way you feel like you do have control and then you don't have to admit that you don't have full control over your life which is kind of a crazy thing it's kind of like a crazy like backwards mechanism that your brain does to like make you feel safe in some way I don't know that's a really weird one for me and kind of hard for me to understand it's just interesting I guess um how those things kind of go hand in hand wanting to have control feeling like you need to have control if you feel out of control you blame yourself to bring back the illusion of control I think I've said control too many times at this point another big emotion for me with diabetes is loneliness and growing up with diabetes and not really knowing a ton of other diabetics and also this goes along with shame because I think growing up you don't want to be different you don't want to like stand out and another part of this is the stigma around diabetes and people not understanding it it's like hard to talk to other people about diabetes when it's so misunderstood and the first thing that people think about when they think of diabetes is you know, too much sugar, you can't do this, you can't do that. Um, It's hard to talk to people when, like, you feel like you're set up to be misunderstood. And because of that, I never talked to anyone about it. I I never brought it up. I hid it as much as I could. I, I didn't get an insulin pump until I was 20 years old because I didn't want to have something that would make it obvious that I had diabetes. I would rather hide from it and not tell anyone about it which makes sense, and not having anyone to relate to just weighs on you, like, just having those feelings every single day of, like, this sucks, um, this is hard, all that shame and guilt around it just circling around you, and then on top of that, having no one else to talk to about it just is really heavy, and I just have to say that I feel very grateful for the diabetes community and for how much technology has done for me um, in terms of just like being able to relate with people who don't live anywhere near me but just like knowing that you're not alone um, I never had that growing up and I really wish that I did and that's like part of the reason that I do this podcast because I didn't have anyone talking about these things even if I could just listen to someone like this um talking about their experience and being like oh wow like I have that exact same experience would have actually been life-changing so having more resources to talk to other people has been something that has been really important for me the burden of diabetes is a big one for me as well 
I think that I feel very exhausted by diabetes a lot of the time and I think that a lot of people obviously relate to this, but I don't know. I feel like as a diabetic, my energy levels are a lot harder to manage than maybe the normal person's just because recovering from low blood sugar, having spikes in blood sugar, just I know that in some way it is affecting my body and it is affecting my energy level. Whether or not there's research on that, there probably is, but I can tell you from my own experience that I definitely feel that and it's just hard. Like having to deal with this 24 7 is already a lot, and then having it weigh you down when you're trying to just live your life is such a burden to me. Like even it's even the small things for me, even like having to change my pump site every three days makes me want to like rip my hair out I'm like how has it been three days already like I love the convenience of my pump but like just even doing something like that I'm like oh my gosh like I don't know it just it's like too much for me and it's hard for me to to like want to do extra things to um control diabetes when it's like it's already feels like it's this giant thing and there's like no end in sight with it too which is just hard to find acceptance for that like every single day I have to look at my blood sugar I have to calculate carbs I have to take insulin I have to make sure I have my prescriptions I have to pay for my prescriptions I have to change my pump sites I have to change my Dexcom And then all the things in between that. And on top of that, like, we're all just living our lives and we're expected to, like, go on as if it's normal. But I think that dealing with it 24-7 is also something that makes it hard to talk about because it's, like, since I'm dealing with it 24-7 internally all the time, it's, like, it's taking up a lot of my thoughts throughout the day. It's, like, it is hard to talk about with people and it's, like, especially hard to talk about to people that don't get it fully and I think that I have such an amazing group of friends I have such an amazing support system I know that like any of them I could call up and talk about diabetes and they would 100% listen to me but it's just like I don't know I feel like a lot of times diabetics maybe it's just me I don't know like it's like you kind of like let it build a lot over time and then you just have this breaking point where it like becomes too much and you just like haven't had a second to like just be sad about it or be mad about it and that's I feel like that's because we're dealing with it 24 7 it's like you don't it's like when do you have time not that you don't have any time in your day but like it's taking up all of your time to manage it so it's like when when do we allow our like anger to come out like I have so much anger towards diabetes for what it's taken from me for the burden that it's given me and I have so much anger towards it just like for random things too like when my blood sugar isn't cooperating and like I eat the same thing that I eat every day for breakfast but this random Wednesday my blood sugar is spiking up to 260 and I'm like why are you doing this and I'm it just like makes me mad like I'm like why I don't understand like why you're doing that and it's it annoys me that it's my job to figure it out and it's like and then you go to the doctor and then it's like they look at you like 
like it's your fault when it's like I don't know everything that's going on in my body like I can't possibly know everything that's going on in my body and because of that I can't always prevent a spike to 260 or 300 the frustration I'm sure you can hear it in my voice is just like I have so much frustration towards diabetes for so many things um and even like my childhood too I feel I feel like being diagnosed at 10 years old it like took away a carefree childhood from me like I was 10 years old and now all of a sudden I have to think about diabetes all the time and think about what I'm eating and no one else has to think about that and I want to just like play sports with my friends and I want to like run around but my blood sugar might go low and it's just all these things of like when you deal with it every day it's easy to just ignore it and I'm glad that I have therapy now where it's like a place that I can kind of like talk about things and let things out because a lot of the times I don't think I realize how much it's affecting me until it like finally comes out and I'm like hysterical about it because I'm just like pissed about diabetes a lot honestly (laughs) like that that is a big thing that goes into it it's just like feeling resentment feeling anger all of that fun stuff So anyways, that is my main rant uh, with diabetes right now and kind of just like the things that I've been thinking about with mental health and the things that I've been trying to like process and just be more aware of. I feel like something big that happened for me in the last maybe like month or so is just coming to more acceptance and that's like always what I'm trying to come to any feelings that I have about diabetes, any hard things, it's always like me trying to come to acceptance for it. And one of the main things with that has just been realizing that nothing in my life is going to save me from these feelings that I have about diabetes, from bad days, from negative thoughts, from uncomfortable experiences, and that that's okay. As I talked about a bit in the beginning, I feel like I've always had this idea that like, well, if I just create this like big grand life for myself and I have all the things that I want to do, if I'm like traveling all the time, if I'm making a bunch of money, if I'm doing all those things, then my life will be worth living and I don't have to be scared about the future because I have these big giant things. And I don't know, I looked back on my 2023, this was a big thing for me, I took so many pictures this year, I got... Um, I, a disposable camera for every single month which was so much fun and I did so many fun things this year I went to so many concerts like saw some of my favorite artists I did some traveling and I just have like a really great community and a really great friend group here and at the end of the year I looked back on all that stuff and I was like wow I had some of the worst days ever and I had so much hope like hopelessness about the future but yet I look at these pictures and I'm like, I am living such an amazing and privileged life and I have so much and seeing those two things just made me realize that like there's never going to be a time that I'm not going to have a bad day with diabetes and that that's okay and nothing is going to save me from it. Like there's no, there's nothing on the outside. There's no amount of money. There's no amount of traveling, um, or people that are going to save me from what I deal with every day. And 
I don't know, that has just been life-changing for me to, like, actually let that set in and just be like, this is life. There are bad days. Um, There's days where I'm going to hate diabetes and, like, want to scream at it. But those days don't last forever. And even with those days, I'm still going to have amazing days in my life. And that has just made me more excited about the future and more excited about all the things that I can do despite sometimes feeling sad or feeling having those things come up because they're going to come up um and I'm still working through those things so that's a major one I'm just taking each day as it comes and being more grateful for the good days and remembering that the bad days pass even if they stay a little bit longer than I anticipated that's still okay and that's just having more acceptance for diabetes which has just been helpful. And I know that it's always going to be a roller coaster. And I think that diabetes kind of like teaches me about life too, because it's like that literally is diabetes, like our blood sugar being a roller coaster of highs and lows, ups and downs. Um, And, you know, like sometimes I have weeks where I'm just like, what the heck? Like, I don't understand what is wrong, what's going on. Um, And those are, like, weeks of your life, too. They all, it's just, like, a parallel lesson of there's always going to be highs and lows. Which is cheesy, but you get the point. Um, I think that with, like, feeling more hopeful about the future, I'm also, like, learning to trust my body more. Because before, I, I was just very, I just felt like my body could like fall apart. My body had like failed me so badly before. So I just feel like I don't trust it to like live a long life, if that makes sense. And I am just trying to remember that my body is strong and that like I can deal with this, which is hard for me because I'm always thinking like, oh, all these sites is going to wear on my body. All these high blood triggers, all these low blood triggers are going to weigh on my body, but I don't know. At this point, I've lived 16 years with it. I'll be coming up on 17 years um, this summer, and I feel healthy. Like, of course, I'm always have that in the back of my mind about complications and whatnot, but it's just like I have to let that go because I can only do my best day to day with what I have, and I have to just take each day as it comes, take each moment as it comes. I can only do so much preventing for complications and whatnot and I hope that I never have to deal with those but if I do I'll take it as it comes just like I have with diabetes. I'm also trying to be more aware of kind of like the shame cycles that I get into when I start thinking that like I need to be doing better and I start shaming myself into like you need to be perfect at this. Um, It's hard when like that is your, that is just, like, your instinct. It's, like, we have these, like, thought processes that we just go to because that's what we've always done before. It's, like, easy to go to them. It's, like, it's just something that you're, you're like, running all the time, and to get away from that is really difficult, but I'm just trying to be more aware of, like, when I get into those, and, you know, maybe other times I can catch it sooner than, so that I don't spiral down this terrible guilt and shame cycle and that's really all I can do with that is like try to break those old habits of 
of shame and just like realizing what I'm doing, realizing what I'm thinking and just being like, I don't always have control and that's okay and I'm doing my best and I'm just breathing to let it go. I know it sounds cheesy, but those things do help. Just like trying to stop yourself and remember where you're at and try not to go down that same path and try to create like a new path of giving yourself grace and just feeling more like neutral about it instead of feeling instead of going down that path where you feel terrible but even when I do go down those paths where I feel terrible like still giving myself grace for that and just being like of course I'm going to make mistakes of course I'm going to do that I can only do my best it's for me the main things that I've realized is just giving myself grace in every moment trying to remember that I'm human I'm going to make mistakes and that's okay and just finding acceptance like as much as I can find those things acceptance and grace I will feel better about it um so that's all I have on my mental health update and I hope that people related to that at least somewhat um I really just love like having this community and I think that this is super important and I'm never going to stop talking about my mental health with diabetes because it's so important to me And I'm sure I'm going to say these things like over and over again as I deal with them in my everyday life, just like I feel like everyone else does too. Um, So thank you so much for listening. Um, If you enjoyed this episode and you feel called to give me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I would really appreciate that. And I will be back with a new episode shortly.